Seven to seven, the Africa Report is brought to you by SAA, connecting Africa one flight at a time. Now flying to Perth, Australia. Let's catch up now with Crystal Orderson. A very good morning to you, Crystal. A new week and new and maybe not so new presidents uh, being inaugurated in the past week. Uh, This is from Liberia to the DRC. Uh, Talk to us. What is that uh, picture giving? Yes, good morning, Pongani. I think for Liberia, uh, my friends that live there were just so proud that firstly there was a peaceful handover. We also this, saw this beautiful image of three presidents, which is, of course, Alan Johnson Sirleaf, George Weir, and the new president, Joseph Bukai, um, standing, um, supporting each other as um, President Bukai was signed in. Um, he wants to tackle poverty and corruption, and in fact, he was the vice president from 2006 to 2018 under Liberia's female um, first president, Alan Johnson Sirleaf. He was also the agricultural minister, and he wants to focus Um, as he says, back to basics in terms of ensuring that people are able to live off the land and agriculture um, um, expands in the country. Um, But he is 79, Bongani, and um, it was quite hot and he almost fainted and he couldn't complete his speech because there has... Yes, and there was concern during the election campaign that, you know, he's not a young man as compared to George Weir, who, of course, is this internationally renowned star who was a complete disappointment um, for Liberia and so in fact they've already named him Sleepy Joe so I hope that Sleepy Joe won't be sleeping on the job um, because Liberia's 5.2 million people really want to see change and um, they want him to deal with the corruption and job creation that George Weir had promised and he never delivered. And then just close by, um, Felix Chichikedi also sworn in um, the, past, uh, the past few days. He secured over 70% of the vote, although the opposition said that there was massive um, vote irregularities, including, of course, we know parts of the East, Eastern Congo did not vote due to insecurity. But he now has um, a second five-year term determined to deal with unemployment, youth and national cohesion, and also determined to deal um, with the insecurity in the east of the country. Now, we know that's a major challenge for Chichikedi. There's been fighting between M23 rebels and the army. Now, the M23, according to UN documents, they backed by Rwanda. Rwanda still denies this. Um, and we do see now that um, Titikedi is very determined to deal with it. Sadiq troops have been arriving in the country. They're taking over from the East African peacekeeping force um, and helping the army recapture. So um, we do hope that Titikedi um, and his second five-year term will actually deliver um, some form of change for one of Africa's biggest nations, Bongani. Yeah, I mean... I'm- I'm still stuck on uh, the, the Liberian story of uh, Joseph Boakai. In fact, as I understand it, uh, that uh, inauguration speech he could not complete. He spoke for about 30 minutes uh, and it became clear yes. he had difficulty uh, breathing. Of course, temperatures there uh, in excess of 30 degrees Celsius. And eventually he was just moved away from the podium because he could not complete his speech. 
All right, let's uh, keep an eye on developments now in the Red Sea. Crystal, very quickly, um, President Sisi in Egypt saying they will not allow any threat to Somalia following, of course, uh, the maritime issues with Ethiopia wanting uh, to uh, access uh, a port via the recognized, Soma- the unrecognized rather, Somaliland. Yes, Pongani. So while we were all on holiday on the 1st of January, um, out of the blue, um, Ethiopia and Somaliland announced this arrangement for firstly Somaliland to um, give access to Ethiopia to that um, lucrative Gulf of Aden coastline. Ethiopia in turn would give them a share in Ethiopian airlines and recognize Somaliland. Now, Somaliland is not recognized by anyone, including Somalia and the African Union. Um, it is a state that kind of broke away in 1991. So at the heart of this is Bongani, and I think it's a very serious issue, not only for the Horn of Africa, but for Africa. And it could, it's already causing tension. Um, Somalia is saying there is no way that firstly, um, they're going to get access to the Gulf of Aden. Ethiopia is saying, look, with Africa's second biggest economy, um, it, no, second biggest in terms of population size, we are struggling with high debt and all of it that we've spoken about in the past. We need access to a port so that we pay less. Um, everyone, the African Union and, of course, other partners are saying, this is clearly not the way to go. And now we see Egypt coming in. We know Egypt and Ethiopia have had the issues with the Grand Renaissance Dam, not looking good. Um, and now Ethiopia is also, is its national security advisor going to X saying, we know that there's outside actors that are actually wanting to get back at us and therefore they're supporting Somalia. So there's this tit for tat um, at the heart of it is of course how do you recognize and engage with a country that's or that is not yeah. recognized by the African Union or anyone else? So it's causing a lot of tension, Bongani. It's also interesting because, of course, Somaliland broke away from Somalia, but uh, has revealed itself to be in stark contrast with the areas governed by Mogadishu. No one else recognizes it, but it seems, in fact, in many ways to be faring better. We'll have to leave it there for this morning's Africa Report.